talking about anime i am chess aka chess and who else is with me tonight i'm cold and i'm ben and i'm chris r oh my goodness what <laughs> what who let ben, me who, in here ben who is this person <laughs> well <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen Boys and girls, a little bit about our guest this evening. This man can find a tweedledee with your tweedle dum dum dum. You've heard about Mary and her little lamb. How about this guy and Uncle Sam? He puts he puts the Humpty and the Dumpty, the word and the word up. He puts the let's go in vamos. Friends and family, put your ghiblies together for Chris. Oh! <laughs> You know, if you had to ask <laughs> me, who's the one person that'll never be on this podcast? I would have said Chris R. And now here we are. Right. Yeah, you'd get Barack Obama before you'd get me. I'd, we've asked. Yeah. And we said did. maybe. <laughs> you can only get a Michelle. He's, yeah. We yeah. We won't talk about the, the rejection of the former president. Yeah. <laughs> it is crazy, um, though. I mean, you have, Chris, you have been brought up many a times on this podcast. It's like you're part of it already. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I had to come to clear, clear the record and clear my name. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's one of our favorite running jokes is how much you hate anime. So it's pretty good to have you on the show. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Yep. It's actually, it's a pretty, it'll be a, It'll be a pretty fun night for many reasons, but this is this is fun. This is Chris's first anime <laughs> foray. He's known yeah. for hating anime, um, mm-hmm. being booed, uh, yes, <laughs> not being liked by others, mm-hmm. and he sucks. He, he sucks. Oh, yeah. and, his, and it his knowledge yeah. of movies. We have oh, said yeah. he has yeah. a very high knowledge. We do of give movies. him props for his knowledge on movies. And that's a negative, too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <That> is, <laughs> yeah. At the demise of his family life, he knows a lot about movies. So, poor family man, great uh, filmophile. What's the word? Cinephile. Cinephile. I don't even See, know. That's ah, a ne- see, that's a negative that I know that. <laughs> that so, sounds like, it does sound like something a pervert would be called. <laughs> It's true. Uh, Chris, just to show how much you you know about, about movies, we were texting earlier uh, about the movies we were going to be talking about, and you compared like two directors, and you're like, oh, he's the so-and-so to the so-and-so, and I just... I just breezed past that because I was like, mm, I don't even know who either of those people are. So I'm just going to keep texting my normal words. <laughs> who did I say? I have oh. no idea. But I almost looked it up and I'm like, it's not even worth me looking it up. It'll take like 10 hours and I don't have that much time at work. So I only work for eight. (laughs) Oh, we were comparing the other Ghibli directors and oh, who did I compare him to? 
It's almost like, oh, you know, John Lasseter and Andrew Stanton, which are like the two big Pixar guys. Yep. See? <laughs> yep. Ah, there yes. we go. Classic. classic. <laughs> of course they are. Yep. The yep. Classic. The Pixar guys. <laughs> oh. What are you bringing crisp. to us tonight, Chest? The lemon sorbet bubbly. Wow. It's special very good. Calls for special drinks. That's Agreed. a good one. Yeah. Yep. It's become a staple, Chris, that we drink. Well, I say we. I drink sparkling water on the show. Shoot. I know. I should have. I think I knew that, and I should have gone and grabbed one. Oh, yep. man. You That's still a, can. Please leave. I still could. Yeah, yeah. I'll be back. When <laughs> things get ten, boring, just if you can 10 come minutes, back in, I have to run a, up a lot of yeah. stairs. Go go away for about an hour and then come back when we're done. <laughs> oh well, I will I will say it's been a minute since I we were making that this joke earlier since we all four have seen each other probably on the same screen or in person. So it's probably I would wager Kolb has been the longest not seen not seeing your face. Mm. Is that true? Show of hands. I think. Oh yeah, it's gotta be it's gotta be true. <laughs> I'll raise my hand. Yeah. Yep. Last true. time I saw Chris, we are all at the pool together. The Dubuque. I was just pool. gonna say it was at a public pool. <laughs> <laughs> Which public pool was this? Please, please enlighten us. All I know What's is the there's a Dairy like Queen next way downtown. Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sutton. One up top. Sutton. Sutton's not Sutton a pool. Not Florida. Underrated. Sutton. Yeah. Underrated mm. pool. That is a good decent pool. pool. Decent pool for sure. Yeah. A good place to see Nate Kolb. Oh yeah. Oh, Classic. Nate you could always find Nate Cole at Sutton Pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me at goodness. Sutton, he would always say. Yep. It's a classic, classic cold saying. I would say that, yeah. Yep. Oh, you're drinking yeah. Aldi sparkling water, Ben. <clears throat> yeah, good eye. And probably one of the first times I tried a new sparkling water, and I was like, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I don't love this one because I've I've gotten pretty big in the sparkling water. I've loved the Ahas. I, I've been a big fan of the LaCroix. Bubbly's has been the latest. And we're like, you know what? Let's try all these. Theirs is even cheaper than other cheap sparkling water. It's true. But it also doesn't taste as good. So <laughs> quality comes at a cost. <laughs> this is the cheapest water we could buy, and it tastes not as good as the one that's yeah. expensive. Uh, now, yeah. Ben, what is your stance on Waterloo sparkling Ooh. water? Okay. I I was just enjoying a couple of these uh, in Omaha, Nebraska, where I spent some Thanksgiving time. And I strawman. tried two flavors. One was cherry limeade. One was blueberry lemonade. And I approve of both. Mm, interesting. Okay. Actually, the blueberry lemonade one is good. I find yeah. I'm usually more down on Waterloo's, but some people really like them. But mm. I don't know. They're like maybe... They're they're in the middle tier for me. They're not mid tier for you. Yeah, they're. I yeah. would take them over a lot of other options, but they're not my favorite. By, by so like my hero academia, like just kind of yeah, middle, like blow. just really crappy. Yeah. I was gonna say, terrible. should we pause this recording, hit stop, start a new recording, and start Fordes talking about sparkling water? Yes, that's a that's a I'm in. legitimately uh, <laughs> probably could be its own podcast at this point. New theme song, new intro. Yeah. I'm I'm in. Oh man. Incredible. Oh. But yeah, that Incredible. is crazy. Like so the four of us know each other from school days, enjoying things such as classes, intramurals, uh, video games, shows, pizza. movies, pizza. 
uh, not going to classes, all kinds mm-hmm. of things together. Not going to classes, classic. Yeah, mm-hmm. classic. Uh, same times. same dorm halls. Oh multiple yeah, multiple years. Um, same getting in Ben's car, going to McDonald's, <laughs> and screaming as we left the drive-through. Roller coastering. <laughs> roller coastering. <laughs> Oh, and wow, many a yeah. fun time. Were you in the car with us, Chris, when we got pulled over because Cole had a taillight out and we were going to Walmart to buy the taillight? <laughs> no, <laughs> I was not. That was one of my favorite moments. We the cop pulled us over as we're pulling into the not not from the not from the regular way to go to Walmart, but from the hill, like going the back the way. Yeah, and yeah. so you can see Walmart and he pulls us out. Where are you going, men? I'm like, uh, did you know your taillights out? It was like well, we did, sir. Why are you driving without a taillight? Where are you going? Uh, to Walmart to buy a taillight. <laughs> did he believe you? He did. He still took all of our wallets and checked all of our IDs, and then he like let us took go. twenty from each wallet. And then <laughs> he did. Yeah. He gave, gave Have a good day, boys. Yep. Uh, I remember driving with Cole back from a spring break to North oh, Carolina, yeah. and we. <laughs> either missed an exit or took an exit too soon we ended up going driving like a half hour in the wrong direction at like 3 a.m oh, that's brutal that's rough at were yeah, we listening to, yeah were we listening to disturbia the whole time probably yeah that was like the song of that trip bum bum beat them yes Oh my word! We could spend all night talking about sparkling water and college foibles. I remember your six-minute rant on West Virginia as we're leaving the state. (laughs) It is a bad state. I'm sorry if you're listening to this podcast and you're currently in West Virginia. I'm sure the audio quality isn't as great because they have terrible infrastructure just all the time. Yeah. You probably missed all of that, West Virginia listeners. Probably, yes. <laughs> oh, poor West Virginia West. Put something in the comments. I'm gonna, please. I'm gonna start a fight on behalf of your podcast against the great state of yeah. West Virginia. <laughs> We're gonna start having trends on the internet. Three dads hate West Virginia. Yeah, you guys are gonna get and canceled we, for West we Virginia even, takes. We didn't even start it. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll blame it to Christopher. R. Christopher, you can R. all the hates. blame on me. You want? Yep. I'm we have one. Baby. We have. One episode, folks, where the hate abounds against West Virginia. Please tune in. I can't remember what number this is. This is like episode. This is episode one sixteen. That's what this episode is going to be. Sweet one sixteen. Yep, love for me. Turn in sweet six one six hundred sixteen. This is ah. my eleven eleven hundred. What's what does Bilbo say? Eleven eleventh birthday. Eleven yeah, eleven 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 first birthday. Hilarious. <sighs> yeah, so Lord of the Rings is one of my favorite animes. <laughs> well, it, it should be one by now, but they've. Aren't they making one? I thought they were the Rorahim. The Rubik's Cube. Ronald Reagan's? Yeah. So, how about this? I hesitate to ask this question. Uh oh. You're here, Chris. So obviously you've found something you enjoy in the anime world. But <laughs> why did it take you this long? Okay, so legitimate question. In college, there would be a group of us that you included would watch Full Metal Alchemist in Kolb's room. So you've seen a little bit of Full Metal Alchemist, I believe. You probably popped in for at least one episode. Uh, that would be did. incorrect. 
Yeah, you I never watched one. <laughs> I don't think I watched a single one. No. You watch yeah. a lot of X Men with us, like. Yeah, oh, I believe that. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm always down for X Men. So you never watched Full Metal <laughs> with us. I didn't watch Full Metal up until that point. I think the only anime that I had really watched was as a kid, like other neighborhood kids. And like kids in my school and like soccer teams all watch Dragon Ball Z. And so classic. I like when did I hop on? I think I hopped on Dragon Ball Z like end of the cell saga. Mm. And then like my most of my context for what Dragon Ball Z was was like the Majin Buu saga, like the one that's that very people, unfortunate. Yeah, don't like as much, but that's what I knew of it. <laughs> And then I had a friend that was into Trigun, and I don't remember anything about Trigun other than the main character's name was Vash. Mm. Like that's the that's only thing I remember. Good thing to remember. You got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And so I just was not into anime. I never gave it much of a shot. And then I'm going to put somebody on blast here because I always uh, put them on blast. I was working my first job post college. And I was at a work party that was like one of those, like, somebody's leaving, we're going to go get drinks at the bar down the street kind of work party. And I don't really know anybody there other than uh, a friend of mine um, who I was going to church with and had helped me get this job. And he was talking to another coworker. They were talking about anime, like, jojo's bizarre academia mm. adventure whatever and <laughs> that's almost correct they, they, they go i can't remember how they posed it to me or i i was trying to be like friendly and be like oh yeah oh, i no. think the only anime i've seen is dragon ball z and they just laughed at me and they like it was like a full gatekeeping mm. laugh like oh that's not that's for children that's not real anime and they went full <laughs> gatekeeping nerd and i was like this is what it feels like <laughs> yeah, and, i've only ever just, been like, this person i dug my heels into anti-anime for as long as i could wait so. this is amazing we're we're this has now become anime therapy for chris because we found <laughs> that we found the wound no, I, maybe maybe it is yeah <laughs> or it, I, I feel like what this is more like is like uh a know thy enemy kind of thing. Like yeah. my brother-in-law <laughs> is a big Chicago bears fan, but I think he watches more green Bay Packers games because he roots for whoever the green Bay right. Packers are playing. Yeah. He's so it's mad. A, he, he yeah. knows everything about them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll tell you, he knows more about the Packers <laughs> than the Packers fans. <laughs> well, no, but I have been watching, uh, a little bit, like just a, a little bit here and there. Like I you watched, did. you did watch some. I watched Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Yeah, I watched but... Star Wars Visions. Yeah, uh, the first yeah. season. I don't think I'd watch the second season. Kolb's favorite. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, <I> and then <laughs> yeah. uh, Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy also, Bebop. We texted about that one. Yes, also a classic. That that soundtrack. Is amazing. It's a uh, really good intro. Top ten, it's very good intro. If not top nine, yeah, Sports Center top ten for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Jordan all the way. <laughs> yeah, yep. So Don't that's good. So what we've learned now is the reason Christopher R. hates anime is he was gatekeeped at an early adult age <clears throat> out of the anime world, which is real, folks. 
Very real. Uh, we're, don't gatekeep. Don't. Yeah. Okay. Disclaimer number one. Don't do it. Stop. 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 Very it. bad. No good. Don't do it. Very bad. Stop yeah. gatekeeping everyone. Yeah. If it's <clears> the something second one you're is, doing, if it's something you're doing, you shouldn't be doing it. <clears throat> yeah. Stop. <laughs> stop it right this second. And if you're listening and you've been gatekeeped, tell them a word. Yep. <laughs> and we're sorry. Twice. <laughs> it should be gatekept. <laughs> we're all college. We are all college educated. <clears throat> yep. I make up words on a regular basis. Oh, in any event, you're here now. And it's because you've wandered into the wide world of Studio Ghibli. Because you enjoy film. Yes. And like it or not, like it or not, that is the section of the anime world that is admired by most people across the board is Studio mm-hmm. Ghibli films. They're just really well done. They're very, they're classic pieces of art in most respects. Yeah. And like specifically, I mean, the reason I'm, I'm into this is because Hayao Miyazaki's name comes up amongst the great directors, not just like, you know, great like animation directors like your Lassiter's or your uh Andrew oh, Stanton's mm-hmm. but yep. uh like, <laughs> like he just he Pixar, comes up yeah right but I mean he his name does come up as like he is a <clears throat> a great director who has a craft and a style and like a tone and he has a great story where he founded a studio basically off of sales from the first movie and like has been able to keep that studio afloat and just be be only beholden to their own rules for so long like yeah so that they're they're definitely well respected outside of even just like japan film or anime like they are respected amongst wider film culture for sure yeah and the whole reason we're we we're doing this now is because he's he has uh he's come out of retirement for the second time (laughs) which is great (laughs) Uh, man's a legend. He won't. He will die at his desk. That is for sure. <laughs> um, so he came out of retirement again to make another movie. I think it's been ten years between the last one. Correct. Um, and so with that, he he has caused quite a stir. The Boy and the Heron is this movie that is coming out in theaters near you. Hopefully, not if you're cold. But that's hey. okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll find. We've talked about I'll find it. one. <laughs> I believe in you. Um, and yeah, we we thought, what a better, what a what a, there couldn't be a better time. Better time. Christopher R. on. So, Chris, had you planned on watching? Because I remember you brought up this movie coming out to me, mm-hmm. and then I think I made a joke about you talking about it with us, or you made no, you made a joke. I think you, I made the joke. You I made think I forced joke. my way on this show. Because you made the joke about talking about the, the show, talking about the movie, and then I screenshot it and sent it to Ben and Cole and was like, I think he I think he wants to come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that was um Oh. That I sounds know, about sorry. right. I no, I I uh I did want to see more Miyazaki. Because before that I had seen I'd forced myself to watch Princess Mononoke and I really liked it. But I did want to see more, and this was a perfect opportunity to force me to see more. So, what mm. have you watched so far? You've watched Princess Mononoke, which Princess we're not Mononoke. Talking about. Yep, Spirited Away, mm-hmm. Ponyo, 
and the wind rises. So four so far yep. of his, I think at this point he's probably got like eight or so films. Maybe. Yeah, let me, let me um, pull it up. Of his. Studio Ghibli has more. Yeah, um, Studio Ghibli has large. So Studio Ghibli, uh, distinction for everyone that is not as familiar, Studio Ghibli, like any film studio, has multiple directors that direct, one of which is Hayao's son. Talk about big shoes. Yikes. Wow. Yeah, also, one of his movies is... Pro- I actually, Chris asked me a little while ago, um, what's your favorite non Hayo Studio Ghibli movie? And one of his was in the running. I think it was one of Goros. Third. Yeah, third for me. But his, but his other one is so bad that I refuse to re- well, watch has, it. He has three, right? He does have three now. I haven't watched the newest one. The, that one's. And that one is like really C- panned, though. It's, it's like Earwig and the Witch or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't that one's really that. panned. It's, it's um, so he has Hayao Miyazaki has nine films if I'm counting this correctly. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So, yeah. I can't count. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do know since you're colorblind, it affects your counting skills. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it definitely does. Yep. The nines and the tens blend together. Because <laughs> they they're green and you don't know what green looks like. So. It's because I was born on 9-11. I'm just going to dox myself here. Yeah. <laughs> you live in Dubuque and you're born on 9-11. You're colorblind. And my Jeez. social security number is. <laughs> Please don't say that. I'll have oh, to edit that Sorry. Out. Uh, they edited that out. Oh, they, they yeah. the government did. <laughs> they did. Yeah. They, yeah. they did. I don't have I one. Weird act. Yeah. Oh, Sovereign you don't citizen. have one. Sovereign oh, citizen, oh. baby. Fair enough. Hey. Or a middle name. <laughs> or a last name no it's just initial. r yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true um nice so we have he has 11 films and all of them are the top shelf of the studio ghibli collection pretty much most people would say they're pretty much the best part of studio ghibli and then there's kind of a mix in of like at what the rankings would be but most of the other directors slide more towards the bottom in popular opinion in a film critic opinion, there's some debate there because some of them are like Grave of the Fireflies. Really masterful World War II story. Super sad and depressing. You watch it once and you want to just die. So in a good way. If that makes like sense. on a movie. Yep. So Chris would love it. Ooh. Normal popcorn flick people are like, I want to watch uh, My Neighbor Totoro, please. One more time. So that's pretty fun. The other fun thing about Studio Ghibli is at least in the states sorry if you're listening from overseas like our listeners in germany and Hey-o. england mm. and west virginia and oi 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 um Studio Ghibli and shoot i'm blanking on the the theater what's the theater that does like the those summer events and everything. And it'll be like a fathom like events, fathom events. Yeah. Fathom events. Who, what's the chain that does that? AMC. Just, yep. AMC will do a fathom event thing and they'll like put those movies back into theaters. It's pretty regular. I don't know if it's every year, but it's every other year or every third year or something. They'll be like a fathom events. And they'll be a, just do Ghibli fest and they'll rotate which ones come in out of theaters. So you have a fair shot at seeing them in theaters again, even though it's, you know, many, many, many years, unlike a lot of other movies. That's not common in the movie world to just throw old movies back in on a regular basis. 
maybe you know on a 10th anniversary or something but not <laughs> just because it's the summer so that's pretty fun mm. yeah so specifically tonight chris has watched for the podcast spirited away the wind rises and ponyo Spirit Away is probably the top hitting Studio Ghibli and Hayao movie in most people's opinions. You know, again, debatable in critics, but as far as the popular opinion, most people, if they've heard of any Studio Ghibli movie, it's probably going to be Spirited Away. Yep. The Wind Rises is a lot newer one um, and is a lot, nah, it's not a slow burn, but it's a lot more of an adult movie in terms of like just the pacing, the plot. It's centered on the war, it's centered on, it's a, historical fictional biography sort of tale which is great um and then ponyo is for a lot younger audience it's like his spin on mm -hmm. the little mermaid and it's a lot more aimed at like adorable younger mm. kids it's got some fun moments but it's more like cute and just kind of a young age so pretty broad spread of a of movies which is great um was everybody able to watch one or two? Uh, yeah, go ahead, please. Oh, the, sorry. The man I, in the middle on my screen. Go ahead. Yes, thank you. Um, so I I know the least uh, of these movies, the studio of all three of you, I, I would say, or, or the four of us, if you will. Hmm. And the, what I've been hearing, because I tried to do some research, because I don't want to sound like too much of a noob, and Spirited <laughs> Away sounds like not only is it extreme, like Chris kind of alluded to this, but it's not only well thought of in the anime community, but it's thought of one of like the best animated films. Um, I'll, I'll give opinions on that later, but like that's 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 incredible. That's well, yeah, that's crazy. It is the one as of now of his movies that have won uh, best animated feature at the Academy Awards. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, that's crazy. I've got a list of the others that were nominated and the, the only the first year, the first year that best animated feature was included in the Oscars was 2001, the year before um, uh, Spirited Away was released wide and to be considered. So it goes Shrek and then Spirited Away are the first two, <laughs> the first two winners of best animated feature. What a comparison. Right. Two very different takes on uh, their Boy, own cultures. Donkey folklore and <laughs> classic yeah. irish folklore happening there <clears throat> and then japan folklore yeah everyone's pretty yeah uh you know what else i was excited about for tonight is i knew i wouldn't have to do any research because chris would do it all for me i you do not know how many uh obsidian pages i have written up oh on i these have three films i hardly <laughs> even watched the movies again i just was like chris has got it for cover <laughs> i won't have to do anything tonight this is great um, I would say so. Ben has uh, labeled him not in a bad way at all, but the the least knowledgeable, only because he has come into the anime world very specifically through different series. Uh, and I would say in the anime world, Naruto and Ghibli are quite on opposite ends of the spectrum. So as you're coming in from that angle, going over to these movies would be a journey of going through different sections of the anime world. So it's not a problem at all. He's just watching a new section of that. So I, it's great. It's a good thing. This is not gate. Yeah. This is an example of not gatekeeping folks. Oh, this is keeping that gate wide open. Yeah. yeah. Wide, you don't even wow. have a gate. He's not it's being just gate a hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's like the Kool Aid Man knocked in, knocked in my wall. <laughs> oh yeah. And then Kolb, you, I know you've seen Studio Ghibli movies because you have Kiki's Delivery Service on VHS, which is I phenomenal. Oh, I love that. Great. So, which ones have you seen, Kolb? Uh, before this recording, before prepare, preparing for it, I've seen My Neighbor Totoro, Kiki's Delivery Service, and Princess Mononoke. Nice. And then you've watched the, the movies for this. Then I watched the three for today. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. cool <laughs> so I doubled. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So then I would not label myself the most knowledgeable. I would label, because Chris is here, I would, <laughs> he's already <laughs> passed me in knowledge. I would label myself the most enthusiastic. So mm. Powell really likes that. anime Good. films. She's not as big on anime series. So we've watched a ton of anime films. Actually, that's something off air. I'd love to toss at you, Chris, is like other films that people watch in addition to Studio Ghibli that are sure. not as anime uh, to see if you would like them, because that's something I'm curious about. But I've watched, I think, everything except for the Earwig movie you mentioned. I actually found out today there was a movie called The Red Turtle that was like in collaboration with a French company. I've not seen yeah. that one. Uh, I didn't think that was Studio Ghibli, but it actually is. It's, it's like a collaboration kind of thing, right? Yeah. So I need to watch that because I th- I think it's supposed to be pretty good, but very different. Um, but everything else I've seen, even like some of the more indie, small, lesser known ones like Ocean Waves and uh, some of the ones that are just not as well enjoyed by the populace. Um, so I love, I love Studio Ghibli. Uh, when we visited... Japan, I did not get to go in because you have to buy tickets like a million years in advance. But we actually went to the same park where not the Studio Ghibli Park is, but the original museum, which has like a ton of amazing artwork and stuff. And they have um, an exclusive short film for the museum that you can watch there. Um, And so one one day, uh, you know, if I go back to Japan, I'll get tickets and go there. Do you think that short film has all kinds of like uh, little tiny adorable creatures i hope it's like just all adorable of Miyazaki's films have it's just tiny adorable creatures running across the stage um but it was cool i i did i definitely like looked in the the i was gate kept out um <laughs> so i just looked in from the gate um but no it was it was pretty cool um so that's fun so we've got a broad range of experience here in the studio mm-hmm. ghibli and I'm really excited because I think this particular film that's coming up, which spoiler, we will talk about later because oh, we're all going to go watch it in theaters. Um, Together. I think it, it'll probably bring uh, more exposure to Ghibli because as the Internet has just gotten bigger, surprise, who saw that coming? Uh, and their films have gotten a broader audience, like having a, a big splashy thing like him coming in our retirement again has only brought out more and and the crazy thing about studio ghibli which again we'll talk about as we get into more specifics about who does what um it attracts insane voice actors for their english dubs i don't know how it is for the japanese side but their english dubs have like legit crazy big hollywood voice actors in them a-list casts for sure a A a-list cast wind rises is a phenomenal one i love that one because it's it's ones you don't expect it was actually really funny to watch that one again because I forgot that Emily Blunt and John Krasinski are married and she, mm-hmm. she's yes. like <laughs> in the romantic role with Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character. I'm like, ah, yep. I wonder if that was I wonder if that was <laughs> funny for them. 
but it was it was classic love triangles off ah. off screen with voice actors you know mm. yeah mm-hmm. good stuff but yeah oh. so ooh, ooh. so um chris yes which of the three and 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 everybody but which of the three did you three did you enjoy the most it doesn't you don't have to give the context of why which took you by surprise? Maybe there could again no context could be plot wise, or maybe your maybe your enjoyment of it took you by surprise. And which was the most artful or like beautiful in your opinion? Because that is one thing. Okay. Studio Ghibli movies are known because they're hand drawn for the most part mm-hmm. for being gorgeous films, very detailed artwork. So think about yeah. that. And so they. The uh, how'd you phrase the first one? The one that uh, most the enjoyable, the most enjoyable, enjoyable Spirited Away. Spirited okay. Away was the most enjoyable, in my opinion. The one that surprised me the most was The Wind Rises, and <clears throat> and I think, man, the most beautiful is so difficult because I think that there are truly beautiful moments in all three of them, but um. I'll say Ponyo actually. Ponyo oh. has a like almost like penciled look with some of their backgrounds and like the way the sea like moves. Like especially in comparison to something like it's so easy to dunk on like the Disney like live action remakes like when the original <laughs> animated ones are so like nice to look at but like we took the kids to the Little Mermaid this summer and I remember thinking like how just ugly like the cgi water looked like when they're un- mm. when they're under the sea which should be the colorful and bright sea. part of the movie it's like this like murky aqua right. color that's like mm. it just looks bad like it, it just looks bad and like Panyo is just like a delight it's like an overload of the senses and has gorgeous color palettes and things yeah so yep. you said not to get too specific, so I made sure to get really no, specific. No, you can. There. You just, we want you just didn't have to. We okay, want that. Yes. No, we, we definitely want it. You just don't feel pressure to give. Like, yeah. If yeah. you don't just do whatever you do it, do whatever you want. Do you want me to go into detail on the other answers? Because I do kind of have the yeah, answers for them. Do. So, yeah, I, I think Spirited Away, um, I think it has the most depth. Like it has... I think so that the best films, like in general, the best films are can be enjoyed on on a number of different levels. Like, and I think even somebody as like populous as like Steven Spielberg is really good at this, right? Like, Jurassic Park works because it is a fun like action adventure film. Like, it, it just it does work on that level, and it's cool to see dinosaurs eat people and people run away from dinosaurs. We do but not then, encourage this. <laughs> yeah, don't maybe don't eat people or dinosaurs. I don't know. If you're a dinosaur, um, please. Don't if you're a dinosaur, people. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but then it also works because it has uh, a great script and a great cast underneath, and all of these themes about messing with nature and playing God, and like there, you know, you, the further you dig down and you watch it multiple times and you catch things, like that's kind of I so I. I watched Spirited Away and Ponyo twice, actually. Um, wow. And Spirited Away was one that, like, both times I was like, oh, yeah, this is just, like, undeniable. It's like a five-star thing for me. Um, it was like Ponyo. 
Ponyo was like, uh, I enjoyed it a little bit the first time, and I was like, okay, I can kind of get this or whatever. And then it grew a lot more in my estimation the second time I watched it, and I was like, man, Ponyo loves ham. And that's just a that's, that's a really it's cool thing. <laughs> um, yeah, and then what surprised me, the wind rises. I was not expecting the gut punches from the wind rises mm. that are in that film. Like it's a it's and it's a full blown like you said, it's a historical fiction like drama, mm. um, and not something that you'd think a studio of Ghibli's like stature and like reputation would take on that they would do something that otherwise would probably normally just be like a live action historical drama or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was a world war two historical drama. Yeah. Yeah. About a guy who makes airplanes like, you know, and it, it's, but the, the emotional like gut punches and I know it's like a, uh, some of it is taken from a novel. Um, some of the like romantic story elements, but yeah, it, it was like surprised, like by the end, like how into the drum, the dramatic elements of the story I was, and how mm-hmm. much of a gut punch it was by the end, and how much I was thinking, having a small mini existential crisis over <laughs> some of the things in the film. It's good. It's so good. yeah, it's good. Does anyone else have any uh, answers to those questions of the three? You can you can decline to share if you are feeling shy. Oh, I like the same questions that was asked of Chris. Yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I also want to hear, uh, some more stuff. I, I'm just going to start with spirited away. Um, <laughs> so, um, I've admitted on air and everyone I know I'm a simple guy. I'm a surfacey guy. Uh, <laughs> I don't need in depth. Um, so I, I want to be, educated on what is so good about this movie i feel horrible (laughs) because i know everybody loved it and it's the best movie ever so i'll just say i'll leave that there because i truly want to like hear more on that um i want to give you my other two opinions and then we'll we'll come back to them sure um (laughs) um wind rises i thought was fantastic uh i really liked it i actually really liked the pacing uh it just seemed like Hmm. we were all we were we're kind of quickly through moving through the story, but we are also kind of slowly going through it. And I, I love the like romantic part of it and like the, the, the heartbreak and the coming, like, it's just, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, and Ponyo, Ponyo, Mm -hmm. Pony Express. I, I thought that was just a really well done kids movie. It, It wouldn't be something I like just, just pop on on Friday night, but like it was, it was, a. It was an enjoyable watch. I actually watched that one with Roy. Um, so that was kind of fun. That's fun. Um, I'm glad I didn't. One more on Spirited Away. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't watch that with Roy because there was one scene where I'm like, I was getting freaked out. By, There's like, some the first, scary elements. In first time Away. you meet yeah, um, yeah. Alibaba or whatever her name was. Like, I, I was like, oh, my word. What, what is Alibaba. happening right now? <laughs> um, so I, I'll just I'll stop there. I definitely want to. I want to talk I'll, the most about Spirited Away tonight, but I'll we, talk we about should. anything. We should, we, and we will. The one thing I wanted to say, Ben, when you were saying that is uh, it reminds me of how the one the one comment we have on like Apple Podcasts was like, I, I really love this show. I'm very disappointed with their opinions on Akira. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so this feels yes. like. Yes. And, and it's true. It's 
these are completely subjective. Like w- objectively, that's why we have Chris. Objectively, from a film point of view, there's a lot to be loved about Akira. Let's just be honest. It's a classic. It's a classic in many people's estimations. Subjectively, I probably liked it the most out of all three of these people that watched it. Me, Ben, and Cole. Ben did not enjoy it, and that's okay. It's a subjective opinion. Oh yeah. Um, and so that's where it's coming from. Before any of the internet gets mad that Ben is confused on why people like Spirited Away. Take it away, Cole. Can I, can I dunk on Akira really quick? Oh, sure, if you want. Because <laughs> I did watch it. When you guys, uh, I saw that you guys you were did. You watched it. it in two parts on your phone. And so, yeah, I had, to, to, I had to separate, watch it separate. And yeah, like, I think that there's, it, that's another one where there's visual elements and like there's things that it, it influenced after it that where it's like, oh, I've seen this, you know, done in something else like 20, 30 years after its release or whatever. And it, it kind of has that, that old aspect to it. Like it is something from the eighties. And so um, it was hard to, it can be sometimes hard to watch something like that and separate, like, here's what it influenced. And like, it's important because it, of what came after it. It's like mm-hmm. trying to watch like gone with the wind. I think gone with the wind is still like watchable, but it's more impressive when you realize like how it was made. And at the time it was made, how expensive it was to make, and yeah. um, that kind of stuff. And so it's like, you have to have a bunch of homework around it. Same with like something like Citizen Kane, you know, like mm. you have to kind of understand stuff that was happening around it to understand why it was, why it's such a big deal. And so, yeah, like I like the look of some of it. Um, but then a lot of it was just like yelling, Canada and like big energy explosions. So mm. not, not <laughs> totally for me. <laughs> That's okay. If you yeah. loved it, you know, if you loved it and you left that comment, I'm I'm glad you still like our show. Yeah. Thanks for listening. That's, for real. You're you're a you're a non gate kept person. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep using that word. Cole, what was your what was your opinions after you watched these new additions into your Ghibli library? Okay, I'll go with your questions. Um my favorite was The Wind Rises. The one that surprised me was Ponyo. And the one that was the most beautiful or whatever that second question was you asked. uh, Spirited Away. I thought best art. Yep. I think Spirited Away. Uh, That one caught me visually for sure. Awesome. Awesome. If I was going to break it up again. No, No, it was just. So amazing what you said. We just had to sit and think about it. Oh, you just had to have it silent. Yep. I, we need to have that effect. moment of awe. Yeah, he does. He really Very does. Awe inspiring person. Our, our, our cold. Um, <laughs> most beautiful for me. I actually thought wind rises. <laughs> I had forgotten how like clean a lot of those colors are and like crisp that movie is. A lot of the other movies like, um, uh, Chris has said has that hand drawn, like almost pencily feel. This one had a lot like really popping colors to me. I really very defined. Yes. Uh, Which could be very intentional given his artisticness in developing planes and like how sharp the lines are in a lot of his his, like literally in the movie. Um, So it could be reflective. Probably just digging too deep there. Um, My favorite overall is probably still the most enjoyable spirited away. Um, And I've seen these too many Mm -hmm. times to be surprised. 
Um, but <laughs> yeah, I, I still love uh, Ponyo. <laughs> um, I'll go with a different answer. Uh, which ones have I shown to my kids in honor of Roy? Uh, I have shown to my two-year-old at the time, two and one-year-old has watched Ponyo, Kiki, and uh, Totoro. They've watched those three. Um, nice. And if you're, yeah. So Ben, please don't show Spirited Away. No. Princess Mononoke or Grave yeah, of the Fireflies. Don't show Princess Mononoke to <laughs> even Anthony. <laughs> Literally the only PG-13 one of the bunch. See, and I so. thought that was a misconception I had. I From every time I, I, you guys had talked about it or I heard about it or I saw like an ad or something, I was just like, oh, Studio Ghibli is just, just kids' movies. Um, yeah. And I watched Spirited Away first, and my wife wasn't – she was in the room, so she occasionally would look up. And a few times we were just like <laughs> – <laughs> like, i was like i thought this was for kids <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so it's I'm gonna released have nightmares. by in the states it's released via disney they were it was, yeah it was yeah. and so a lot of people have a misconception oh this is just disney in japan but they're an actual film studio mm. and so they they like chris said they've maintained independence and they're literally like a like a arts like an arts studio like a studio of the arts film studio they do whatever they want and they keep it very clean he's a very family friendly uh film creator but some of them are really not mature in a bad way just mature thought elements to it of like going home and like where what identity and a lot of these things like um only yesterday is a really slow burn about like um your family's culture and different things and going back to, to your home culture. Uh, and it's, it's just, uh, not a kid's movie in every way. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I'm going to go out on a limb and say, we all loved the wind rises show of hands. Is that what I'm hearing? Everybody loved the yep. wind rises. Sounds like it. Um, as much as I'd love to talk about it, which we will, uh, we'll probably won't spend the bulk of time on it. I'm going to go out on a limb and say everyone had an enjoyable time with Ponyo. It was like, ah, oh, this is cute. This is fun. Is that the yeah. overall consensus is like, that's ah, a cute little movie. Good I love job. ham too. I do love ham. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> My turkey um, guy. <laughs> what a little mermaid twist though, that she, she, she eats human blood. You know, that's the funny thing. I, <laughs> like Ponyo is also like, has like a uh, almost world destruction event kind of like <laughs> happening quietly in it. Almost. I, it yeah, the almost, end is the yeah. whole point. <clears throat> right. The world will die. And Just it, look, and in the, it's look all... in the background. There's cataclysmic waves <laughs> yeah. the whole it's movie. So, it's so funny. <laughs> oh. So I think a lot of time we'll, we'll probably mix a lot of the the movies together, like comments and different themes. Um, Hayao mm. has a lot of themes that continue through all of his movies, environmentalism, anti-war, um, and then just family fun. We'll just say, I'm just kidding. That's not a thing. <laughs> but Spirited Away is his opium, his opium. That's not the word. His opiate addiction. Taking <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Oxycontin when he was making Spirited Away. <laughs> he was very, very high. What's the, what's the word? Opius? Opium? Magnum opus, I think, is the word you're Magnum the opus. phrase you're looking Magnum, for. Magnum. Mag. Margari. Marjorie opium. Margarita. Yeah. Margarita. That's his margarita. 
45 and, magnum opus. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's his big, it's his big film. So we'll talk about that one, especially because I think I love it. Chris loves it. Obviously Cole, you liked the art in it. Did you also overall liked it? I mean, I didn't love it. Okay. This is but good. I, We've got love. But it, I, love I it. appreciate it. Confused by it. Appreciate it, but didn't love it. Correct. I'm just pointing where y'all are on my screen. So we got a broad range of, of um, opinions going on here. So we're going to swing up in the gates. We're going to talk about Spirited Away, and we're going to intermingle maybe things that we've enjoyed about the other films as well while we do it. So Spirited Away is a very fantastical film, uh, for those that haven't seen it. It's set in Japan, but the very basic premise is uh, there's a family that's moving, mom and dad and a little girl. And they take a wrong turn and they end up at what they think is an abandoned theme park. And they go inside and they're hungry. And so they start eating food at one of the stalls and the girl wanders off and it turns out it's not a theme park. There's something spooky going on and her parents turn into pigs. First element of fantasy that we see. And she's like freaking out about it. And then a, a young man rescues her and is trying to get her back home, but she starts to disappear she ends up in a fantasy world of the spirits at a um, at a bathhouse, which is a very, very culturally normal place. It's like a hotel and a bathhouse mixed where people come, they rest. So this one is for the spirits uh, in the spirit world. And it's all about her journey to get back home. And that's the basic premise of the movie. Yes. Many, many adventures. All right. Now start uh, explaining why yeah. it's so good. <laughs> I um, think can I the, take a stab at why why I think people really it connects with a lot of people yeah is that you do that please Chris. do yeah. Yeah, yeah it is I think for a lot of people so <clears throat> you're talking about how um, it's probably not appropriate for most of our kids ages or whatever but when Miyazaki was conceiving of the film so it's post Mononoke and I think after Mononoke it was like one of the first times he retired and he was not going to do another film, but he kept having, uh, he had these ideas um, about, uh, you know, like bathhouses and like, you know, when he was a kid, he was like, what goes on? You know, like, how does the water come out of the bathhouse or whatever? Like, and so he starts thinking down that road. Um, and one of the other things is that he would go vacationing with families and the families had uh, girls of the, you know, like nine to like 12 age range. And he felt like there wasn't any, he made, he had made, Totoro and Kiki's delivery service and movies for younger audiences, but not, he's like, there's nothing out there for like nine to 12 year olds. Um, there's nothing there for that, that age range, you know, and, and what, what is out there is mostly just about like boys and crushes. And so he, <laughs> he, and he's like, I don't, I don't think that's the only things that's going on in their mind. And a lot of the movie and some of its themes is Chihiro, the girl, um, kind of starting to understand adulthood. You know, she's she's going through a change in her life at the beginning of the movie. She doesn't want to be moving away um, from her friends and going to a new school and that kind of thing. And the movie is her learning about this adult world where she has to get a job and, and do work um, while also, you know, she has to kind of grow up and, and gain confidence in these things. Um, 
and so I think that kind of those elements connect with a lot of people as well as just the, the whole like spiritual like element of it, that just the spirits themselves and the way everything looks like it's so fantastical. And I, I kept thinking about um, Alice in Wonderland in certain points where it's just like mm. every time they turn a corner, there's some weird thing that you've never seen. There's a bunch of giant like uh, birds taking a bath or there's uh, the, the peeps. The, yeah, the, the peeps. There's like, there's like uh, the weird, the radish spirit, the mm-hmm. giant rabbit thing, with <laughs> the weird tendrils. And there's the three <laughs> green heads that kind of just go <laughs> and move around. <laughs> like there's all these, these kind of weird, fantastical elements that you've never seen before, but um and the, the way it all kind of culminates, um, one of the other things that I think is a common theme in Miyazaki's works, and maybe, uh, Zach, you could speak to more Ghibli at large, but there's not really any true, like, evil villains in any of Miyazaki's films. Like, there are people that, there are characters that you might disagree with. There are characters that uh, at the outset might seem like they are have some nefarious like ends or something like that. But um, even Zenibaba in this movie is just kind of doing her job. And like five minutes after meeting her, uh, you also meet the giant baby that she takes care of. And it's like, <laughs> oh, she's kind of just like a doting mother. Like she's like taking care of like so there's like a, a comfort to this movie. I always hear the like kind of spirited away and a couple other Ghibli movies talked about is like when I'm sick and, or I'm like having a bad time, I put on spirited away and I mm. feel better after watching it. Like there's a catharsis to watching it. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now that, now that you've said that, that's a very, I've never thought about it like that. Is there a, is there a classic villain? Like, is there a Zerg to the Buzz Lightyear? And I don't think there is. Um, a lot of times it's in, it's an environment or a disaster um, that is the villain. So sickness. It's usually mankind and greed are the villains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Capitalism, capitalism yeah. And, and, and environmental destruction. Um, but like in, in Totoro, it's the sickness of the mom. Uh, in the wind rises, it's war and and sickness as well, poverty, economic downfall because of war, um, and a lot of it is just yeah, it's this uh, growth and struggle to survive kind of themes of like this is just life and life is really hard, but there's joy in life in little moments, there's joy in life in relationships, and there's reasons to keep living. Um, despite those troubles um, is a lot that, yeah, that is in a lot of his, his themes, even in like Ponyo where it's, it's a very silly, simple movie. That one has even less. There's like literally not a villain. Uh, it's just a, a protective dad, that's, uh, which we all can uh, relate to is like, stay away from my fish daughter, dude. <laughs> like stop taking my girl into a, put her in a jar. Um, and he just wants his daughter back. Yeah. Classic Nation, nature and balance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Classic Liam Neeson getting his daughter back. I know, yeah. He's kidnapped he her. taken. <laughs> by a uh, boy in yellow shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yep. If you want the grown up version of Ponyo, see the movie Taken. Um, <laughs> but 
yeah, it's just there isn't a classic <laughs> villain like which again, I don't want to contrast too much, but people do contrast Disney and, and Studio Ghibli because of that partnership. And Disney movies always have that villain. There's always a villain that is like the classic bad witch stepmom whoever it is yeah there's no scar or there's no yeah. uh uncle ursula scar. yeah yeah like the yeah that little mermaid there's a sea witch literally right there she's gets massive and gets stabbed with a ship spoiler yeah <laughs> and, little mermaid. yeah and ponyo the sea witch is ponyo's mom and she's described oh, she's... as big and beautiful <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she's very so... she does she's also like the source of a tsunami at one point almost because mm-hmm. she's like a force of nature um, in and of herself. Anyway, Colp, sorry, I interrupt you. Mm. Uh, I watched a few of these with my wife and Ponyo was one of them. And she's like, I don't quite understand is, is Liam Neeson's character a bad guy? And I'm like, no, he's trying to save the planet. Yeah. <laughs> like, Literally. how is that a bad guy? So like, yeah, right. it's he's, so funny. He's like, the best environmentalist. <laughs> But she's like, they're really playing him out to be the villain. I'm like, yeah, maybe to a five-year-old, but to the earth, he's trying to protect the balance of everything. He doesn't want the whole world to yeah. flood. He's so just like, worried even dude. early on. Yeah, even early on, he's kind of like coded as like when Lisa, when when Sosuke's mom first sees him, she's like, is this guy like uh, a like a weirdo like around my kid? <laughs> or like, at best, he's like a weird gardener. <laughs> And like, I don't want any weed killer on my lawn. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's, weed killer. <laughs> he's like, I have to hydrate myself with a C. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's another, sorry, I'm, this is yeah. a tiny detail. That's another thing I love about Ghibli movies in general is the mechanical things. He has this great, like, like, like basically a, a, it is, it's an old pump that looks like weed killer but it, it just it they are all so physical like analog they just work so they're like and they squeak and they move and there's pistons firing and <laughs> I, lo- I love that wind rises has that all over the place spirit away has it in like a lot of the buildings aspect so that's great uh but i'll, I'll also give away. my yeah i'll give my in- input as why i like spirit away um one of those which you can't really uh, have a rebuttal for because it's so subjective is nostalgia. So that'd be for my wife. Wrong. Oh, sorry. Yep. <laughs> um, no nostalgia allowed. Yep. <laughs> guess, guess we're done. Uh, that was the first Studio Ghibli movie she saw. She saw it with her uncle like a long time ago. So, you know, someone has nostalgia. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. But in general, when I like as I watch these movies, I've watched them multiple times now. Um, it is very rewatchable for me because there is so much going on like the wind rises is a pretty linear story and i know exactly what's going on like i i it's it's not there's not a lot of hidden weird things or figures like chris was saying uh not a little not a lot of not necessarily easter eggs but like just a lot of detail in that movie so i enjoy that um it's also just enough blend of like normal japan stuff where it's like, oh, that's normal. And like cultural spiritualism that's like, whoa, that's weird. Uh, that it's interesting to me. Um, and knowing like what is just Hayo's flavor of weird animation and what is like an actual um, cultural spiritual 
deity or this world or this aspect of culture in Japan is, is always fun for me to find out. So I, I like it also because I do like Japanese culture in general. And there is a lot of cultural aspects in all these movies in different ways. Um, one of the coolest uh, things that I saw culturally was the depiction. Now that I've been to Japan and seen the damage that happens from it is the depiction in the wind rises of the earthquake. Uh, I'd forgotten yeah. about that and how there's like this groan and like breath to the earth where it was like, Koosh. it looks so cool. Yeah. And like, and then you realize it's an earthquake and you're like, Oh, Oh man. And it almost looks like crazy. a beast. A beast is like breathing and it's, right. it's the earth like going into like turmoil. And I've been to one of the worst earthquake places in Japan uh, where they had one of the worst earthquakes. And so seeing the damage from that and then watching this movie again, I was like, it hit me very differently. I was like, whoa, he, he's he's writing this from real perspective. Like he's he's gone through this in some way, shape or form. Um, so that's also part of it for Spirit Away is now that I've been there too. Going to a, seeing a bathhouse movie is really fun because I've, I've been to an onsen. So, hmm. you know, it's, it's also great that he used the spirit world. I'm just going to say this out loud uh, or not out loud at, at the beginning because writing uh, one with humans would just be a bunch of nude people walking around. So <laughs> a lot better to use spirits because there's no nudity involved. Yeah, that was a good choice for sure, I think. Uh, and, <laughs> good, and kind of good directorial actually, vision. <laughs> yeah. If I can even piggyback off that, like, I think one of the things that um, I had heard uh, a different podcast, um, they had compared kind of just the, the way that, like, you know, the different look of the spirits or whatever. And every time you see something new, it's almost like, like when you first see like Star Wars A New Hope and you finally get to uh, the cantina and it's just like the camera's cutting to all these different weird looking aliens that you have no frame of reference for what they are, but they stick in your head. You remember the guy with like the weird neck with the two eyes that come out and you remember like the Ponda Babo with his weird like mandibles and like, you know, you see Chewie for the first time, you see all, you know, all the, yeah, all the different jazz players or whatever the musicians in the band and how weird everything looks. And that's kind of what spirited away does. I feel like a little bit where there's just like so many weird looking frog people and uh, all the different looks of the spirits, you know, and they just like floating masks or um, like the, I keep coming back to the radish spirit. He cracks me up. Oh, he's classic. He's, <laughs> he's classic. just a, Big old big boy. <laughs> okay, but I, I do want to hear because most of the time when I talk to people that like Studio Ghibli, Spirit Away is in is in their top, and so I do want to hear from Ben specifically what was confusing to you about why someone would like it, and then Cole, you seem to appreciate <laughs> it, but it wasn't your favorite, or you even said I didn't love it, so it's pretty strong. So we know Kolb has terrible opinions. So let's start with Kolb. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, you said start with me. Sorry. Yes. Well, we no. don't have to, but I did. Okay. Tell you no, to. I. I'm sorry. I was playing with my headphone. Uh, you know, I felt like I was just missing a lot of context. <clears throat> like if I knew anything about Japanese history of monsters or spirits, or you know, regional beliefs on certain things i feel like i would have gotten a lot more of the you know 
the well the context like the spirit world doesn't make sense to me because they're all the the creatures are all over the place um mm. and as for other th- like like i said i appreciate it i feel like i could get a lot from multiple watches um especially like i said visually i think it's beautiful i think the ideas are crazy and interesting um but also i feel like the story doesn't it, it just kind of exists. It doesn't have a lot going for it. Um, I'm a, I'm a solid script kind of guy. I like my structure. That's probably why I like the wind rises. Cause it was like, this is a guy's life yeah. and it just goes yeah, linear yeah, very, very straight strong. through this spirited away. doesn't quite do that. I, I know the overall tension. She has to get her parents out of this world. Otherwise they're going to get eaten, right? These pigs are going to eaten. Is that the, they're the going to forget danger? who they are. They can't turn back into humans and they'll become, a pig farm. I think Zeni yeah, Baba right. does mention that they're going to get fried up into bacon. Right. Yep. Yes, she does. So we gloss over that, but yeah. You know. So there, there's obviously that tension, but a lot of it just seems like these are things that are happening at certain times. Like uh, no one embodies that more than the no face spirit where you're like, Oh, this mm. guy's obsessed with her. Um, is he evil? He's eating a bunch of people. Oh wait, he's not really that evil. He's just insecure. Uh, what is his, what happens with his story? Oh, he kind of finds insecure. that's what I always, that's kind of what I thought. So he's, no, he, doesn't, great. he doesn't have any real motivation other than his obsession with the girl that he wants approval from her. And then he finds a job somewhere else and he's like, Oh, I can have value in this. And then he lives there or whatever. So like, it's, I don't know. It, it, it was a little too open-ended for me. Mm. That's why I didn't love Does it, it, but I can appreciate it. Does it help that the English, the dub, the voice for No Face is Porky Pig and Tweety Bird? <laughs> Does that help oh, at yes. all? Yes. Now it's oh, perfect. Known that. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rewatch it and just picture Porky Pig <laughs> behind No Face and, and you'll be good to go. <laughs> also, Squidward is the foreman. Mm. The foreman with all the arms. That's mm. all the, oh, the arms spi- reaching the spider back. guy, spider guy, yeah, whatever, yeah, <laughs> cool. That's Squidward, yeah, that one made me laugh a lot. Actually, I was looking up all the the dubbed actors, and I saw him, and I was like, "What? That's so funny." <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, Ben. Yep, Ben. ben. Uh, one quick comment on when rises. Uh, did you guys notice how much? There were human sound effects, humans making sound mm-hmm. effects for things. I thought that was yeah, fantastic. In the, like in the dream sequences, yeah. 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 It was just very cool how they how <sighs> they snuck that in. Like I noticed it for the first time with the earthquake, which by the way, I thought, because I didn't do any research, that this was going to be taking place right after the atomic bomb. And that's what that was, not uh, an earthquake. Sure. And I was like, oh wow, this is hitting hard. And it still was, but um, Anyways, so yeah, I thought the sound effects were fun. So, <sighs> I mean, man, like, I, I, I don't know how. I guess maybe another comparison for me, like for example, like music. I enjoy music because of how it sounds. Mm. If someone wants to have a long conversation about the roots and the context and the deeper meaning, I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Um, that's, just, <laughs> that's a fair that, statement that, to me. That's just, I, I, I listen to music because of how it sounds. There's occasional songs where it's all about the lyrics and maybe the artist and things like that. But 
uh, like Chris, Chris, the first like three minutes of his answer about Spirited Away was about things about like the director, the background, the goals and things like that. And it, which I think is great for him, but that, that means nothing to me. Like, um, I, that, like I just watch a movie or a show and I, I just want to be entertained or feel good or, and I, I know that's shallow. I know that's surfacey, all that stuff, but that's just, that's how I am with movies. So with something like spirited away, it, the, the movie doesn't make you feel good unless you dig in and you think through it. And because it's just, I think Colby even said things are just kind of happening. Um, and there, for me, there are more, uh, weird moments or unusual feelings than like, ah, this is great. Or this is nice. Or I like the story or I didn't feel emotions for characters. Um, I did at the, actually at the beginning, like her, like the things with her parents and then their pigs and she's like lost and afraid. And like, that's impactful to me. Uh, but a lot that was happening in the, the, the bathhouse and everything, it just felt like things were happening. Uh, and so I, I, I didn't get the appeal of it. Um, and, uh, again, I know there's an overwhelmingly amount of love for this, so I'm not trying to disrespect the movie. Um, I know it's very, very loved. I was looking at like the ratings, basically everybody loves this movie to, to summarize yeah. it. Uh, so I, 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 I get it that there's a lot of love out there. I just, I didn't watch the movie and think, man, I really want to rewatch this. Like I just didn't feel that way. I think that was a great so that like with a movie like this, you go on, take a choice, Rotten Tomatoes, Letterboxd, whatever. You're going to rate your movie and you see it's rated like 4.8 out of five. And you're like, there's a handful of people who are like, this is a one star movie. It's a piece of crap. I hate this movie. <laughs> and I don't, I, everyone who loves it is dumb. And that is a whole crowd of people. This movie for you, Ben, might be a two out of five. But you're not that crowd. You're just like, it's just not my movie, guys. Like, I love that you love it, but it's just not my thing. And I really appreciate those reviews of like, hey, I know this is a cult classic, Akira. It's just not really what I wanted to watch on a Friday night. Uh, (laughs) So I appreciate when someone doesn't enjoy something, but has like a really valid reason why as opposed to just it's popular and people are dumb for thinking it's popular. So well, well said. I also really liked your music analogy um, because I, I understand that a lot. I am not musically technical. And so when someone does explain music to me, it kind of just whoop goes over my head. Like I can appreciate a beautiful guitar. I don't know how to play it. So I, do I like listening to guitar? Yeah. But if you're going to talk about the mechanics of it, it, it makes no sense. So I think that's a phenomenal analogy uh, for this particular conversation. So that being said, um, broadening it out a little bit, who were some of y'all's favorite characters um, in the different movies? Just all three of them. Uh, Stink Spirit from Spirited Away number one. <laughs> it's the one I could most relate to. And that whole sequence of the movie... Like that whole Everyone set being piece, repulsed I, I really when liked. you yeah. when you come in the room. I did, well, yeah, it's like I just love that he's like a. It's like you know you've been like traveling for like 
30 straight hours and you finally get to your destination and get to take a shower. That's like what the stink spirit's doing. Except he's, he's like, uh, a river plugged full of human garbage. Yep. <laughs> There's your environmental environmental plug right there. Um, actually, I do really enjoy the stink spirit. Um, I'm trying to think about... Um, in The Wind Rises, I also like that um, most everybody looks like typical Ghibli human characters, except for... Um, the German guy that's played by, um, oh, oh yes. shoot, what's his name? Oh, yeah, the, like, defector or whatever. Yeah, and he's played by the, oh, what's his name? The documentarian guy that's also, like, in uh, Mandalorian. What's his name? Anyways. Oh, um, such a good voice. Yeah, he has, he's just got great, that great, great voice, voice that sounds like everything he says is, like, funny and profound at the same time or whatever. Um, <laughs> but then... Um, so like he looks so distinct, and so does uh, the Italian guy that oh, yeah. that would build like air that you know he knew like Japanese build airplanes boy. before him or whatever. And I kept like thinking like, so <laughs> is this just do do all Italians with mustaches look like Super Mario in <laughs> <laughs> Japanese in, animation? In in Hayo's mind, yeah. Just, <laughs> I need like, an Italian like, man. This guy's Super Mario, Mario, but he's. <laughs> He's giving these great like soliloquies and uh, quotes about what it's like to um, work and create something that's going to be used for nefarious purposes. Yeah, ah, that's good. Who who Oof. else has characters they enjoyed in these movies? Whew. I have three. Oh, that's here. Um, there we go. That sounds promising. I'm gonna. I, they're all in the same movie. I'm I'm sorry. I just really liked it. Spirited uh, away. Yeah, spirited away. Um, <laughs> so head number one, head number two, and head number three. Oh, you were serious? Oh, that's no, great. no, I wasn't serious. <laughs> oh, <dang it>. um, <laughs> uh, so I really liked our two main characters in Wind Rises. Um, mm. it, well, she wasn't necessarily a main character, but th- the husband and wife, uh, oh. they were both very just hardworking and like there weren't a lot of like, like just really bad moments and they had to work through something and they were just always working hard and being there for each other. And that was just, I'm a softy. I really like that. Uh, and the third was just because I really liked listening to John Krasinski's voice and animated. I haven't heard it before. <laughs> it was so fun. I, re- I really enjoyed his character. Yeah. I was just really happy with that one. He smokes too much, but besides that, Oh my he's- goodness. <laughs> smoking like chimneys in there. Shut up freshman. <laughs> Give me a smoke. What is a freshman in in high school doing smoking? Yeah. Hey, different times. if you got better them, times, man. Better times. Yeah. <laughs> I will say in in I've said it. I think I said it on the podcast before on the Japan episode, but uh, it was shocking. I went to, out to eat after the onsen. Actually, after the onsen, my host he my friend took me out to a little. It's not even a bar. It's just a little restaurant. And it has a bar in it. But it's just a one man show with like literally one assistant slash waiter. And um, these two dudes come in after work, just normal average Joe's just getting off work. And they just light up two cigarettes right there in the this is literally like a 20 by 20 foot feeling. It's like tiny, tiny restaurant. You got grandma and grandpa in the back. You got a family with like a 10 year old boy. You got me and my buddy and then a businessman at the bar. Uh, and then you got these two just normal 
blue collar dudes just smoking away and the whole thing smells of smoke and that just doesn't happen in the states anymore so it's just it was a we it felt trans it did feel transported like a little bit and that's mm-hmm. kind of how i feel watching the wind rises is like a lot of those elements is like yeah this feels old it feels like an old time almost good. as if it took place in the 1930s oh <laughs> ah. you yeah. know i didn't think about that actually it's good Oh, what was your three favorite characters? You know, if I was to pick one from each movie, I liked. Uh, awesome. There you go. Yeah, thank you. I liked uh, from Ponyo. I liked uh, Satsuki, the little boy. Mm. He was a good one. He was good. Uh, the scene where he's he finds his mom's abandoned car and he's terrified really kind of made me feel sad. <laughs> like oh, the yeah. movie made me yes. feel. Um, so there's that. The Spirit Away, I liked our main girl the best. She's seen the Chihiro. most. Chihiro. Yeah. yeah you do want her. Yeah, said. That's what I remember. <laughs> um, you wanted her to succeed. You wanted her to mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. help that stink spirit. You wanted her to find her parents and remember them. Uh, yeah. So I liked her the best. And then uh, the wife in uh, The Wind Rises. I liked her the best. She seemed mm, so yeah. sweet. She seemed like She's very sweet. I don't want to say like the perfect wife, but she was like the perfect wife for this guy. There you go for this. So guy. I, you know, so yeah. you know you you you're rooted for, for her, yeah. even though she was dying yeah. from consumption, Tuber- tuberculosis, TB, and now yeah. Taco Bell. Ah, uh, um, but three, maybe three favorite. I'm gonna go with Kolb as well. I'm gonna do one from each movie. But uh, I do love John Krasinski's character. I'm just struggling on his name. So there's the H. Um, but his character, the best friend in the movie. Uh, oh, like I thought Hanjour? He, Hanjour I think he was a great um, like counterpart to to our main character because our main character is so focused, so steady, and he's so quiet, like so down to earth. And then his best friend is very like like loud and and just like bah 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 bah. bah. Just like throwing things. He's like Michael from The Office. Um, oh, bah, 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 bah. Yeah. I like Hiro, I like Hiro Hanjo. There you go. <clears throat> I like that scene where like uh, our main character has an idea and then John, John Krasinski's character is like, oh, this is great. Uh, let's go eat some food first before we work on yeah. that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> can, can, we, can we not do this? <laughs> um, I I really like um, Empanio, the mom. I think she's a great character. She's very like fiery and she she's always so mad. Mom? Yeah, so is Gaze yeah, Mom. Lisa. She's, she's great. She's always mad at Matt Damon, who's always going out to sea and catching another shift. Come on, stupid <laughs> Matt Damon. Tina Fey. Tina Fey, she's great. She kills yeah. it. It just she, takes she, in a weird uh, fish girl into yep. her home. Doesn't yeah. bat an eye. And Ooh, yeah, prob- it's just like, well, this is happening. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> probably going to marry her son now. And so moving <laughs> yeah, she has in to betroth quick. her son for the rest of his life. Yep. Um, and then yeah. uh, in Spirited Away, probably the foreman. The foreman is always a funny character to me. He just does funny things. Hmm. Um, and he he's... He uh, he he just never never really acts the way you expect him to. He, was good. he makes her work, and then when they show up to kick her out, he's she's like, "Hey, she's my granddaughter." And yes, she, he like sticks I'm, up for her. I'm yeah. giving her a job, and you're like, "What? You were just 
he just hated her like five seconds ago. But <laughs> it's just that grumpy old man like vibe that he's got going on. That's my granddaughter. Here's a train ticket, little girl. Um, I also oh bonus character. I really like the boss in the Wind Rises because especially during the the marriage, <laughs> yes. the wedding scene, and he's like tearing up, and you can tell uh, he yes. still has that like punk. He, he's such a punk boss of just like really hard on you but he really loves you there's a there's a few moments where he like when he takes him out for coffee and you can see the the growth of like how he interacts with his like his team and stuff i i really liked his character actually because he he seems so angry and shallow at the beginning and then he just has like a he's actually a pretty good boss but yeah he cares about his team and like yeah, tells like them a like a lot where to go and the secret police are there and stuff yeah as a thought police. <clears throat> yes. So uh, I also wanted to throw out there. Number one, yeah, Sosuke, the boy from Ponyo, is great. I just love like yeah, how he's like the five-year-old and you, you you know you either were this kid or you know a kid like it that's just like he like already thinks he has a job. Like he's like so yeah. focused on something. And like <laughs> when he first goes to school and has Ponyo in the bucket and they're like, he's like, I'm very busy. I can't play today. And they're like, you're not busy. You're five. <laughs> 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 it kills me. And then the, also, uh, the okay. little Ponyos, the little Ponyo sisters yeah. that are always like <laughs> helping Ponyo. And, and they, they make that little like sounds like Ponyo cracks me up. Ham. Yeah, she loves him. Uh, she does love him. Um, that's great. So we we've mentioned it a little bit, um, and Chris, you might be able to tune in here because this this is slightly in the the directorial side of things. But thematically, was there any commonalities as you were watching? Like anything that you saw? All three movies, very different movies. So this is a great like kind of sample to take as you watched all three whether it's art style or like theme of um, plot um, or th I don't know how to phrase this, but like environmentalism, I don't know. That's just a theme, I guess. So any, mm -hmm. any common threads that you saw as you were watching and you were like, Oh, I could see that this is from the same mind, the same director, so to speak. I want to hear what the other guys have to say first, and then I can <laughs> I can chime in because I Ooh. yeah I yeah I got it. some I got some thoughts yeah um, oh, bang, bang, got one I, so all three movies I thought and this is anime in general but I thought these three had phenomenal music uh, Spirited Away might have had the best music mm -hmm. I have in my podcast playlist one of my playlists is an anime one and I did not realize how. I've listened to Spirit Away music already and really enjoyed it. I didn't know what it was from. And so it was really cool to hear that music. So good. So music for me felt like there was some commonality there and creativity. He clearly is a very creative individual. Wind Rises was pretty straight up, but like the other two, it's like, wow, how do you think of this stuff? Um, it was just it's the open. Uh, yeah. So those two things. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, for me, it's anything that's just, it's all whimsical. Even in, uh, even in the wind rises, which is the most realistic, his dream sequences are pretty tame, but then there are some other ones where like planes are crashing 
and he's sitting at his desk and he's like, it's as if he's falling and his, the wind is blowing straight up and he's like, his papers are flying all over the place. Like mm. it's a good, it's such a great visual of what this guy is kind of feeling, you know? So anything that's whimsical and Ponyo and spirited away, both of those are the whole movie, the whole movie, mm. each, each visual thing is so crazy. Like I, like we were talking, the mom's driving home in Ponyo and like, the ocean is going nuts. Like yeah. if I was to actually see that, I would assume the world is ending because those <laughs> waves are crazy. And like, they're just sitting in their house drinking tea. And then in the background, there's just all these huge waves. And then whenever the mom shows up, there's all these colors and it's just, it's beautiful. So I'd say anything that's magical in the movie that those bring Panya's them all together. Mom, you mean? Yeah. When Panya's mom shows up. Yep. That's cool. That's cool. I I would say because I, I do want to hear Chris's as well. One of the things, having watched the majority of his, maybe all of his works, um, yeah, all of his works and most of Studio Julie's, a lot of the art, like you start to see a lot of similarities in the art. So the faces. So like, um, I can picture this very vividly uh, when the sister in The Wind Rises is crying because the wife has gone off to she's like i'm gonna say my goodbyes when she's crying and she has that face that gets kind of round and squarish and all the tears come down that face and that sort of style of art happens a lot um in his in his movies uh so when i saw that face i saw a lot of other characters kind of come to my brain and and um and that was fun um Definitely, yeah, this common theme of just there's always some the humans are always polluting something, whether it's a river spirit that is, you know, the stink spirit turned out to be this like super powerful river spirit that the humans just gunked up and like ruined. And then, you know, Chihiro saved, like rescued him from that. And then um, it's, it's true when you're watching Ponyo and you go into the water, the closer you get to human civilization, the ocean just gets disgusting. Um, and there's trash everywhere and it just is, gets murky and brown and it switches from like uh, Liam Neeson's character has this boat that was almost like a fish, like the way the the fins go and it's very elegant. And he's like cruising around the human boats and it's clunky and dirty. And so just this contrast of like nature versus humanity's drive to like conquer everything. Um, and then and uh, in The Wind Rises, there's these huge... Uh, anti-war elements, which is in a lot of other movies like Princess Mononoke um, in particular. That would be a great contrast of like The Wind Rises and Princess Mononoke have the same theme of like anti-war, but played out in different different um, different ways. So, yeah. Chris, hit yeah. us with some Wikipedia facts. Yeah, yeah. Let me just pull it up here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, there's, yeah, obviously a lot of... Um, common themes that run through like just kind of based on his worldview like you said like environmentalism and um uh he's pretty anti-capitalist and pretty anti-war like there um i was reading that there was some feelings that because the wind rises was based on a story of a a japanese airplane you know engineer for like the japanese military that it was in some way like they're saying, oh, like, is he making like a pro 
like Axis like film or something like that. And if, if it just shows that they, those people did not watch that film because yeah, he very clearly by the end of it is like that shot of like just the bombed out, like, you know, just all the, all the, all his planes or whatever bombed out on the ground. Like he is very like, no, like he just, he was like not in favor of war or anything. Um, but I think the one that comes through in these three movies and Ponyo might be a little bit of a stretch, but um, kind of, uh, how he views work, uh, I think is very interesting. Like spirited away kind of her growth, having to come in and learning about the world is through like her job and, uh, how Zenny Baba is really just like running a business. But when she runs that business, she literally takes her, her name. Like she literally like lifts her name off the contract and tries to give her a new name that, uh, Haku has to like, like keep intact by giving her, you know, a copy, something that has her original name on it um, so that she doesn't forget it. Like he has. Uh, And then um, the wind rises, I think is one of the best ones there about work. And uh, I was thinking actually just today that it would be a really good double feature with um, a popular film from this year, Oppenheimer as two, Mm. two world war two films World War II era films about men who strive to create something. In, in the Wind Rises case, he's trying to create something beautiful. He's very interested in airplanes. And in Oppenheimer, Robert J. Oppenheimer is trying to create, you know, he's just exploring science and trying to be uh, the best scientist he can. Um, so they're trying to, to do this, but it's at the once it's created, it's going into the hands of somebody else and they don't agree with how, you know, their things are used. And it's, it's like the, the, and it's the whole concept at the end of the wind, right? At the end of the wind rises, when he's talking to, um, I am going to pull up Wikipedia so I can get the name. Um, <laughs> Caproni. Pull Caproni. Yes. He's talking to Caproni. Caproni. Um, voiced by Stanley Hello. Tucci. You get a, yeah. Hello, Japanese boy. Stanley Tucci. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he gives them the whole speech about like, would you want to live in a world without pyramids? You mm-hmm. know, the whole idea being like the pyramids are something great that were built at a, you know, an awful human cost. Um, and so, yeah, I, I was thinking about that. It would be a very interesting, like these movies were made 10 years apart and um, they both share similar themes. They're both made by very great accomplished directors. Um and uh, yeah, so the theme of work in in those two, and then Ponyo even has like I just thinking about Liam Neeson's character or Ponyo's dad, um, and actually Sosuke's dad and their attitudes towards their work, where uh, Ponyo keeps screwing up Liam Neeson's work by <laughs> drinking human blood <laughs> and uh, causing cataclysmic tidal waves and all of this stuff. Um, and he's, you know, all worried about bringing, the, you know, nature back to balance. And it's his, it's Ponyo's mom that has to be like, you know, it's all going to work itself out. Like, you got to just kind of <laughs> calm down or whatever. And then um, compared to uh, Sosuke's dad, who, uh, you know, was supposed to come back to his family and instead takes the, the next, you know, fishing trip out. Um and uh, it reminds me too of in Spirited Away, uh, Lynn, mm. who I think was an underrated character, the the mm, girl, Lynn's the kind great. of the 
older yeah. sister figure that takes Chihiro under her wing. Ah, yes, yes. There's that great scene after, um, is it after, it's after the stink spirit when, um, you know, they've all been given like extra food or whatever. And they're back in their like little apartment, like, or like sleeping space or whatever. And she's looking out at the train and says like, you know, I'm going to get out of here someday, but she's never like working towards that. Like she has that dream, but she's just like, I'm not going to do anything about it though. I'm just going to keep sitting here and I'm going to keep scrubbing, uh, <laughs> Yeah. scrubbing uh bathhouses and stuff so <laughs> yeah his attitude towards work i think is is very interesting to kind of track throughout his films which is interesting because in his private life he is literally so dedicated to his work that it yes caused strife in his 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 he's like a life. crazy workaholic and like yeah his, his like sons don't really know him right yeah. like <laughs> yeah it's just sad, but yeah, it is. It is. It's a. It's not an uncommon trait um, in Japanese culture to be a workaholic, and for that to be a good thing, uh, a lot of times that's that's lauded as a as a pro. Um, yeah. Oh, Ben didn't like that at all. He didn't like that. He, didn't, and he signed nope. off. He said nope. <laughs> um, that's good. That's good. Um, oh. Man, I feel like we could just go on forever. But it's I was going to say, how long are your episodes it's been an usually? Hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> the, the problem is, there's a lot of great things to talk about with three movies. Yeah, so we, you try to cover three to, films. We yeah. just have to cap it off at some point. So I've I've asked broad, open ended questions and and uh, and kept it kept it pretty pretty open for discussion. But um, let's see what Ben says. See, see, okay. <laughs> you're gonna keep this in yeah i got a question for chris uh but i would love to wait i would love to wait for ben to hear this answer um (laughs) because it has to do with another guest of ours when it when it when it comes out okay so so i have have a feeling so mr johnny johnny b has talked about oh um, johnny b fights that you had back in college and why he's the reason he's one <laughs> or, of the biggest reasons why way more re- recently than that. Yeah. You, you didn't watch anime and I would love to hear your take on that scenario. <laughs> he said that you know, we had fights about anime. No, no, he no. said there he was had a... said a long time ago that <laughs> he looked at you one day and he said, you know what, Chris, you look like a guy <laughs> no, who watches this was anime like or whatever. Recently. It was. Oh, it was recently. Yeah. Yeah. It was that okay. we were playing, Fall Guys on like the PlayStation. It was Ben and yeah, I wish he was here. Uh, Ben, Johnny, myself, um, and then uh, Mm, uh, Thomas, Thomas, and I think Luke was there. And uh, Johnny asked me if I had seen Attack on Titan, and I said, (laughs) No, I don't watch Wee Garbage. And he was like, He was like, no offense, Chris, but you look like the kind of guy that would like anime. <laughs> and I yeah. just like had to sit there like in silence as I just was like completely destroyed by people who I thought were my friends. <laughs> so yeah, Johnny is a hater, uh, and I love him to death. Yes, it's true. Yes. Johnny is a hater, but so are you. So we we love we love all of our haters that come on the show with their specific anime loves. So yes. Because Johnny, Johnny's actually not a huge anime guy. He loves Attack on Titan, and that is about it. So, <laughs> and Death Note. That's and Death Note. Which and is, Death Note. Yeah, 
I've read the Death Note manga, but I've never watched a show of it. You know, does that make me a weeb? That's true. Ben hasn't watched it either. Next time we we have Chris, we actually um, have Chris for a whole series, (laughs) uh, twelve episodes. Uh, Me and Cole, because of how Death Note plays out. We have actually intentionally not spoiled that one for Ben because Correct. there's there's quite quite a few plot twists in that one. So we've yes. we've been very careful sure. not to talk about Death Note. We're usually very spoiler heavy, uh, unless it's one of the people on the screen here. We don't spoil it for each other, but for the audience, we just put disclaimers and say you're gonna. That's get fair. Spoiled. It's all out yeah. there. So if you're yeah. listening, in this here, case, the newest movie here is ten years old. So yep. yep. <laughs> I love I love referencing an old movie and just being like spoiler alert you know Ursula and the Little Mermaid gets stabbed by a ship. Um, yeah. Telling people that, but it's good. Mm-hmm. Well, does does anyone legitimately have uh, like Cole any questions for our guest? Because uh, as we as we Ooh. wind down the evening, I don't want to I don't want to leave it anybody out if they've had a question for Christopher R here. Hmm. I have a question for Christopher R. I'm all um, ears. Have you ever attempted or would be interested in attempting the anime known as Attack on Titan? Uh, how many seasons of it are there? Well, that's a complicated four. question. But four-ish. Four? Is that, <laughs> are they like four. hour long? Like how much of a commitment is this? Oh, it's a decent commitment. Each but episode is only as... time. half an hour. Yeah, just take it. Yeah, time. and maybe I, think I like wouldn't tweet. be I wouldn't be opposed to it like I would like One Piece, where there's literally a billion episodes or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and also, uh, full offense looks stupid. <laughs> full, offense. <laughs> I mean, full offense taken. Um, <laughs> Whereas it, Attack think... on Titan, like when I always mm-hmm. hear how cool and like crazy, violent and twisty it is, like so I, I wouldn't twisty. be opposed. So plot-wise, I think I see where Ben's going. Plot-wise, there's some pretty awesome twists. Um, it is not very anime, if that makes sense. Like, there's a lot of anime elements to it, but the animation style, they they don't do a lot of the wow, like crazy anime stuff that most people big hate. Energy they, no big energy fights. There's no big energy fights. little girl screaming. There's no little girl screaming. There's also no like contortion of faces or like the over exaggerated animation styles um, that are common in like comedy animes that a lot of people think of. Um, and yeah, it's it's it also has a lot of mystery to it, especially early on. That just broadens plot wise as you go. And so there's a bit there's a lot of depth to it. It's good. It's good stuff. Um so yeah, if you if you ever were to try one, that's a pretty solid thing to try. Uh, it's also, especially at the beginning, quasi horror, like thriller, apocalyptic horror. Um, now you're speaking my language. Yeah, yeah giant I mean, zombies. Giant zombies yeah. eating people, like full on eating people in front of you. Um, that does sound cool, right yeah. in front of you. I think the quote unquote probably dumbest looking thing is so the things that are fight fighting it's in the title is a titan and it's like a big zombie-ish thing when they run they look really dumb but it's like a funny uh, funny dumb but it's an eerie funny dumb where you're like yeah this is it unsettling. is yes. it's like unsettling right it's yeah very unsettling unsettling, unsettling. unsettling is right great... in if they're zombies right that's yeah. why zombie very... movies work is because 
they Great. look familiar, but they are not acting familiar. Unsettling is the unsettling right is the word I would use. <laughs> oh, and would they, you say it's unsettling? Yeah, they Unse- they s- uh, not settled. Oh. Their eyes are unsettling, not settled yeah, okay. at all. Yeah, like so. If you saw something that was spot. settled, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Now just if think I saw something that was settled, and oh my gosh, that's terrible. That's unsettling. It's <laughs> 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 good. It's good. It's good. Well. If you do watch any of it, even if it's just a couple episodes, report back and tell us because we would we'd love to hear your thoughts. Sure, yeah, and we're all we're all we're all big fans. Yeah, um, I'm the I have it the high. I'm not the biggest fan, but I have the highest in my ranking. Sure, I'd say mm. yeah. Um, but we're and all. If you ever want to talk, uh, Zach, we were texting earlier. If you if you, it's not anime, but is Science Saru? Are they an anime studio that's making this Scott Pilgrim show? I think show? they did an, a Visions episode. They did. I'm pretty okay. Sure. Yeah, they did Ooh. a Visions episode. They're um, making the new Scott Scotty Pilgrim Netflix. Or they made the new Scott. There's Pilgrim a Scott Netflix Pilgrim Netflix like animation that has the same cast from the it's original amazing. 2010 movie, and I burned through it in two days. Like I really liked it. Yeah, I watched okay. the first episode. Um, it's okay. <laughs> it was decent. Yeah. Um, I watched the first episode right before we hopped on here, and it was phenomenal. It was all the nostalgia hits that I needed from the movie, and hearing all the voice act the the actors as voice actors again was even better. Um, which is a phenomenal way of doing it, by the way, because your your voice act you can still voice act even if you look older. You yes, know what I mean? Right. Like that. Yeah, they're all you don't thirteen see the years person. older. So it's great to see, you know, hear Micah Sarah's voice, but you don't have, he doesn't have to play the role on screen. <laughs> he doesn't have to play a 23 year old anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. It's great. Although he huh. probably get away with it. But yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, any, any other final thoughts, last words, last questions, concerns? Yeah. <sighs> Think so. I, we don't have enough time, but I, I was hoping yeah. to hear getting into another yeah. hour. I was hoping to hear more Princess Mononoke uh, thoughts from Chris, but that's okay. Oh man, I was that thinking like for another in the future, one. we should another just choose time. three more, three more Ghibli or Miyazaki films, and Mononoke has to be included because yeah, it's awesome. Oh yeah, I'd be game. We could um, do we could do yeah, a whole one about on Mononoke, in my opinion. Talking about anti-villains, like what? Who is the villain in that movie? For sure, it's hard to tell. Yeah, every tribe and every person like has their reason for being the way they are. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good one. So we'll save it um, another time. Yeah, I think we'll save this it. is this has become a promise. Now we're going to do a, mon- <laughs> a Princess Mononoke filler next year. Next year, yeah, twenty twenty four content. Twenty twenty four content. Yeah, Total coming twenty twenty four. Princess Mononoke content. This is great. I've never had so many fillers promised before the year has started. <laughs> right? I've got quite a yeah. few. We, we end Attack on Titan. Johnny's like, I got to do more. We end our little studio. We do our first studio, yep. Julie. And Chris is already promising another one after going there. <laughs> That's a good thing. Now, yes. I would say, Chris, I would also love to throw at you some other anime films, like in the Akira genre. Not Akira, sure. but like more of like a film film. Um, and then maybe like one more quasi anime film and just getting your opinions on those. Cause I think you have a, you bring a great depth to the, the movie side of things, um, that we sure. don't have cause we don't have that aspect of us. I do. We, we just love I am way too into movies, the movies and the way they are crafted. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, next time we would talk, it would be about the boy and the heron or how yep. do you live is up. the Japanese title. Um, I'd also like to talk during that point because I think that the boy and the heron is likely to get nominated for best animated feature, the Ooh. Oscars. I'd like to look at all the times that I think that Miyazaki's been snubbed. <laughs> oh, and Ghibli has been snubbed for best well, animated feature. Yeah. Tune in, uh, not next week, but the next week, folks, when Chris comes back to talk about the boy and the herring, heron, the herring, the boy and the red herring. Yeah, the boy and the red herring. Um, <laughs> that's a fish. Uh, <laughs> uh, the boy and the heron. And we will have watched it in theaters by that time. It has is not even out yet. Uh, this is coming out. Let's see. What's what's Monday's date? Because it's Thursday right fourth? now. December yeah, the, 4th the fourth this is coming out the fourth it comes out four days later on the eighth we will release it a little bit after that just because of you know we got to go see it folks um but you can go see it in that time and then pop in and we'll have talked about it so we're we're looking forward to chatting again with chris in a couple weeks about that and we will try to give you as just as fun and enjoyable a time as we gave you tonight so until then we'll see you later on three dads talking about anime what do you get when you add two plus one? You get three dads talking about anime. What do you get when three guys love anime? You get three dads talking about anime. What do you get when those three guys love guys start having kids, children, and so become fathers and each have kids? Went on the separate ways. What happens? So you get three dads talking about anime. Three dads, three dads talking about anime.